You are listening to Staff Meal, the world's first podcast about staff meals. Welcome to this next episode of Staff Meal Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this episode will actually take you to a Berlin-based restaurant called Wagner Bistro. And just to give you a little bit of an idea of what the setup for um, the recording of this podcast was for me. So a couple of days ago, it was actually October 31st. So that means Halloween. I was riding my bike down from Neukölln to Kreuzberg. And it was actually like the first really, really cold and chilly day uh, in that season. So around five o'clock, the temperature was like almost hitting zero degrees um, it was almost rush hour so traffic was super hectic people were freaking out because it's so cold and on top of all the um, everyday life crazy ones who who are here on the streets and on the corners there came like those those halloween figures and it was again one of those moments where i thought damn why berlin what have i done to myself to to end up here but then I was entering um, the restaurant and I opened the door and you know this moment when you open a door and you basically walk into a cloud of an amazing delicious smell just like think onions and cheese and a thick broth basically the smell that you might remember when your grandma back in the day was like making this super delicious Sunday roast uh, or your mom was like preparing your favorite stew. So I basically walked into this situation and the minute I was in the restaurant I said fine this is why I'm doing this and a couple of minutes later um, the head chef at Wagner Bistro Dani Benedettini brought like a huge pot of passatelli in brodo which is a traditional pasta dish from the Italian region of Emilia Romagna and let's just listen to Danny while he's explaining this dish yeah so basically we had like a, a, a kind of like um, meal like originally from like uh, let's say Emilia Romagna and like Marche so it's like passatelli in brodo it's basically like a super poor and rustic like uh, homemade dish uh, based on like uh, bread eggs and parmesan with broth so in, in stock that's mouth-watering right and it was also insanely delicious so what's happening in this episode of Stephanie podcast um First of all, um, we will listen a little bit more to Danny Benedettini and his approach to staff meals. And after that, um, I had a longer conversation with Jan Hugel, who is um, a partner at Wagner Bistro. Um, he works front of house, so he's responsible for service and also like for the wines. And we basically tackle a lot of interesting questions uh, around staff meal but first of all listen a little bit more to what Danny said how, how much thought like thoughts do you spend on what to make for staff meal is it just like very impromptu and you figure out something by noon or do you already know 
a day well ahead. like it start actually like you know maybe we start planning the stuff like let's say like I, I start planning the stuff like you know on the Monday when I actually we close like Sunday Monday so on Monday when I place like you know the big order for the whole week I would say like you know I have like in a kind of like sort of like idea what I'm gonna do like you know at least the, fir- the very first days and then like as soon as you know we start working maybe we have I don't know like something to use something that actually needs to get like you know maybe like goes like you know before than the order so let's say we have like you know 60% plan and mm. the rest actually especially like you know for the end of the weekend like comes like spontaneous mm, that's yeah. cool how much time does it take to prepare a staff meal per day well also unpredictable if we do pizza might take actually two days if we do like passatelli or like whatever like you know some pasta can take like half an hour to two days mm-hmm. so yeah really depends so just to um point to something that danny just said making pizza for staff meal takes two days so pizza is no fast food and we should all keep that in mind pizza takes a lot of time to be a great dish um yeah i always think it's very interesting or let's say super important um to talk about staff meal um with the actual chefs in the kitchen who are in charge of preparing staff meal because it's one thing if like a manager or the partners of a restaurant require a certain approach to staff meal and have like a certain idea of how this thing should be done or shouldn't be done but in the end it's like um, the chef and his or her kitchen team who are in charge of doing it so i think it's super important to bring in their perspective and not only talk to the managers They are important, but actually the chefs are the ones who cook. But nevertheless, here's my conversation with Jan Hugel, who is a partner um, at Wagner Bistro. You are listening to Staff Meal, the world's first podcast about staff meals. How important is staff meal for you as a partner in a restaurant? Is this something you like deliberately like take care a lot of because it's important for the people to gather around a meal or is it just like the thing you have to do because otherwise you you will starve? No, it's the base of, uh, to me it's really the base of, of, of working together and luckily we find ourselves in a situation where it's not about that I control anything or um, tell other, people's what to do, other people what to do but it's really just always good food here. It was super for staff delicious. too, that's really also, that's really, the, the, it's just the base of uh, of, what this, of what this is all about. You can't do, uh, you can't do great food, great hosting, uh, amazing atmosphere without having the base behind. It's not like we're doing phony stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have something like a favorite staff meal dish? Something you would love to eat over and over again because it's just so delicious. That's uh, very simple. I just really like a green salad with a kick-ass uh, vinaigrette. That's And this, like this, this salad just like sits in the vinaigrette for like 10, 15 minutes, so it starts to be eaten away, but it gets a sweet flavor. That's one of these things I can eat all the time. Yeah. And is it enough energy to carry you through the night if you just like had a salad at five and then you can work until midnight? I don't. Maybe I'm not sensitive enough, but I don't. I mean, of course, with heavy stuff, I do see a difference of how my body reacts to it in my mind. But I don't focus too much on it. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like regret eating my heavy food, and be like, "Oh no, I, this this was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that." Uh, now this is what you get, Jan. You know, I I just go on. Work really is in the gastronomy is is 
um, you've got to be stable. Um, it's always pretty much the same uh, of what you have to do, but no guest is the same. And so it kind of shifts, I think, the focus of like thinking about yourself and um, on the other hand, just doing a job, the job that you like doing. Mm. During, we just had like a staff meeting together, um, you told me that you also like two or three times um, prepared staff meal. Um, for the family, is this something you would love to do more often so that you have like a changing system of the guy who is in charge for cooking? Yeah, but unfortunately I don't stand in the kitchen. Um, so it's, it takes that extra effort that sometimes gets lost, like the personal things, to be quite honest, like work is work and this is work and it's, I don't regard it just as that, it's really something I want to do. But, mm -hmm. um, There's so many things you have to take um, care of, the emails, the personal messages on your Facebook that are um, regarding work. There's the trash hasn't been taken away. You know, there's always something and uh, sometimes the important stuff kind of gets forgotten. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I talk like to other restaurateurs in Berlin, I kind of get the feeling that especially the, let's say, younger restaurant industry in Berlin starts thinking about more often about how to treat their staff in a good way, like how to pay them well, how to take care that they don't work too much, to feed them well. Would you consider your place as part of a group that wants to make things a little bit different and better for the people who work in the industry? Yeah, but not to be bragging about it. You just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me a little bit of an idea of what Wagner Bistro is? <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to put, in, to put in words for <laughs> someone who's been there from the beginning. Um, I believe we're um, in a very objective way somewhat of an upscale restaurant here in the neighborhood. Um, that also includes the prices, but we're not ex extremely expensive, I believe. It's kind of reflects on um, what we use as product, how we source our stuff. Um, it's hopefully a place where people come and have two or three hours of vacation, really. Like, we take care of them. And uh, alongside there is, uh, there's a couple of good cocktails, there's um, some wines, some, fu some funny, some juicy, some elegant. Yeah. Uh, and it has a great terrace. That's right. <laughs> I love the terrace. Uh, I also love the vibes in the restaurants. It's a good place to go, especially in summer. That's true. Do you have something like uh, your worst staff meal experience that you can remember? Like, you don't have to like actually name the restaurant. No. No. Yeah. Maybe sometimes when like stuff gets reused twice in a staff meal because there's been something left from the first time for the reason that nobody really wanted to eat it. I think that's really pretty much the worst. That takes out the energy. Yeah, that's it makes you It makes you kind of doubt what is going on. Yeah. Do you think that's weird? Um, that because so many people tell me that staff food is quite often not that good and then for an outsider. So I never worked in gastronomy. Mm -hmm. And I always like had this romantic idea, cool people who work in restaurants and the food is really good. And they are also like able 
to have this amazing food like for their staff meals do you think that's insane that it's so often the other way around and what does it tell about the industry no it tells a whole lot doesn't it I mean it does yeah but it is It's not self-explanatory, but the question already gives you somewhat of an answer as people that uh, see this merely maybe um, sometimes as a business that's just like there to element their proper needs, uh, make them richer, whatever. Um, and I think that works. It's, it's not like this is all gone. Um, there's many places where there's owners that have eight, nine, ten restaurants and they're all not really great, but they have a public that comes to them. And um, if you want to get your money out of it and you have your eight or ten restaurants, you do take your money out of it because otherwise you wouldn't have those eight or ten restaurants. Uh, and I'm, this is not, it's just a decision of someone, but we're really into what we're doing here. So... Um, I guess it reflects it reflects um, the industry's ways of being and in these two extremes, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, last question. I remember one day when I was here at Summer on the Terrace, uh, and you all just had like, I guess, fried chicken from Angry Bird that that Christoph brought over um, for staff. How how often is this happening? Because I found that like really sweet. You guys like sitting there on the long table and just like enjoying this like fatty high-end um, fast food. I thought that was, was like a very sweet, sweet moment. Yeah, I remember that that uh, that day too, uh, but it was an in-between snack actually. We've had staff meal before. This was halfway in, halfway in the night, it was like 9, 9.30. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, if, if, like with any job sometimes, if you get along like we all do here, uh, there's got to be this little grain of fully like craziness and uh, sometimes it takes just that little spark uh, and everybody's like yeah let's go get angry chicken yeah. yeah it makes sense yeah it makes things worthwhile you know it's, this is not um as much as there's so many tasks to do in a restaurant and they are pretty much always the same no day really resembles the other and um yeah and just if you have if You have to have a good time at work. Definitely, that's what we yeah. spend most time, most time of our lives. So, yeah. we here are more family than some um, some of our um, co-workers or my friends here mm. that have a family. Yeah, and sometimes you need fried chicken yeah. with your family. That totally exactly. makes sense. Exactly. I have no further questions unless there's nothing. No. You want to say? Um, Share it with the world. That, that's your option right now. <laughs> I can still edit it. <laughs> Share it with the world. I, I think the focus of, uh, of staff meal, on staff meal, is, is a very interesting one. Because uh, you can see what's, what's going on in a restaurant. I mean, we would be able to lie about this. If we didn't have staff meal, you wouldn't be here either. Right. Um, so it's, it's important for the, like, so, let's say, social coherence in, in a place. Um, it's like I said pretty much the only time where you have that amount of time half an hour 45 minutes off where things evolve and are being discussed around work stuff or about personal stuff where you actually grow together as a team um, I couldn't imagine it not being there um, but that being said is it's also it's a place which customers don't see clients don't see and uh, it's important 
but I think in in certain ways um, I could think of um, of other possibilities of, of creating that coherence within a team it, it's it's about staff me but it doesn't need to be about staff me I've worked in great places where um, you don't have the possibility of, of having staff meal at the same time because not everyone of the, of the team is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, there's other leverages. Um, what do I want to say? Staff meal is important, but it doesn't... It tells you a lot about how things work, but it's not the only the only explanation to, to a place. Yeah, to do. You can also, like, all have, like, breakfast together or yeah. go for an afterward drink or whatever. Make trips. Yeah, see, yeah. the social aspect of that is important. But it's the every way, every day stuff yeah. that was a meaningful last word thanks for that <laughs> you're welcome thank you yeah that was my conversation with Jan Hugel um, I don't know about your takeaways from that conversation um, in my opinion he uh, addressed a couple of um, important issues um, I think it's way more than the so often quoted millennial approach to how and what a workspace should be. Um, it's important to respect um, your co-workers. It's important to respect your staff. And especially in the gastronomy industry with like very long working hours and it's physically very, very demanding. Um, a shared meal per day um, can really make a difference. And not only in the restaurant industry, but generally speaking, we all should share meals way more often. Um, because I honestly think it's the best way to spend your time. Just like gather your loved ones and have a nice meal. So that was the third episode of Staff and Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Um, please feel free to follow me on Instagram. It's um, Stephanie Podcast, obviously. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. There will be a next episode very soon. Um, for those of you who haven't listened to episode number one and two, please do so. Episode number one was at my um, beloved and most favorite neighborhood restaurant, Barra. And in episode two, I had a long conversation with Joshua Lange, who is a partner at Berlin's Contemporary Food Lab. Um, yeah, do yourself a favor. Listen to these episodes too. They are uh, quite interesting. Also, what's like very important for a uh, um, still pretty new kid on the block like me, um, if you have any feedback, any suggestion, um, what you want to listen to, like ideas for topics or um, obviously uh, also things that you don't like to listen to, uh, please drop me a line uh, on Instagram or by email. Um, I really appreciate any kind of feedback. That being said, um, go move your asses straight to your kitchen, um, fire something up, start cooking, uh, invite your friends or your loved ones, share a meal and cook. Because cooking is loving, and if there is anything that we can't get enough of, I think that's love, right? Now I sound like a stupid prophet, but I think I also actually mean it. Thanks so much for listening um, to Staff Me Podcast, um, and take care. You are listening to Staff Meal, the world's first podcast about staff meals.